right. <laughs> All right, we're live, but now we, we're going to wait a moment because it takes a bit for people to catch up mm-hmm. to it. Close unused applications. Yep, that's. And what are they? Anybody who can hear this, message us if you can't hear us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Erica, especially, because she's like, I'm going to listen to this on my commute. Actually, don't text because yes. she'll crash. Uh, should be fine. All right, so we should be going. I don't know, uh, don't know if people can hear us yet or not. Uh, this is our first uh, time out with all this equipment and such, but this is uh, Mike and Will. Hi. And uh, we're going to be doing history. Uh, History of the week. Nope. No, this week in history. <laughs> this week in history. Sorry, I'm doing technical stuff. Current frame rate is too low. I apologize if our frame rate is low. <laughs> I don't know what that means. We're not going to be moving around much. It says action needed. All right, so uh, for those joining us, uh, thank you for putting up currently with the um, tech trouble. Oh, my God, I'm not going to deal with this right now. <laughs> a lot that is a lot of stuff. All right. So we're just going to say that we're going live. we got one person watching us. If it's crappy frame rate, I apologize. I'm, yeah. I'm pressing play, and uh, okay. that's that's us. We're, there's a delay, but it looks like you can still see us. Right. I don't know if we can hear us. I'll turn it on. I don't know. This might not be. All right. So uh, for those joining us, it works. Right. We sound okay, good. Cool. We sound good. We, we might not look as good. We'll work on that. There's going on on my phone, but maybe it's because Facebook's mad at me. We will improve as we uh, go forth. Yeah. Uh, so, any of you podcast video experts out there, give us tips. Yeah. In the comments below or message us or yell at us. There we go. Yeah. We didn't promise we were good at this. We promised yeah. that we knew a little bit about history. We can talk. All right. So, uh, here's the concept. Uh, uh, will knows stuff about history. I enjoy history. And so, uh, we've uh, picked an event from the past. Uh, that is history, uh, that happened sometime during this last week, mm-hmm. historically. Today's event happened in what year? Oh, no, now I forgot. Uh, you made me forget, Mike. I believe it's 48 B.C. Well, I'm going to double check now because I was specifically going to do notes and then I didn't do notes. Nice. Good prep uh, work. Should have. Should have. 48. Yep, 48 B.C. Good job, Will. 48 B.C., that's when we were counting years backwards, right? Yes. Great. Yes, so that's... 2,069 years ago. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and, oh, so the other thing we're doing now, we are also, we're timing this. It's going to be an hour. This will be an hour, hour-long podcast. This is done when this is done. And that's, we think, an hour, unless it's quicksand. This is roughly an hour. If it's quicksand, it goes faster. Um, if you have any comments on uh, the quality of the show, please comment in the comments section. Uh, if you have comments about just how we look, Keep it to yourself. Um, Don't be mean. <laughs> and uh, let's just get to, we'll start, get started and figure out how it goes from from here. <laughs> All right. So today we are discussing the death of Pompeii. Yes. A Roman. Roman. Yes. A Roman emperor. No. So uh, at the time, this is right before the the empire of Rome was a thing. At the time, Rome is still a republic. So Pompeii is a consul of Rome, and a consul is a Kind of a president. Elected? Yes. There are two of them at any one time. Okay. And Rome has been like this for hundreds of years at this point. Are they vice president and president? No. Co-president. 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 So at at some points, they just, in the old days, for Rome, so even older than this time period, (laughs) they alternated uh, command of the army even day to day. Oh. So let's say 
they're not Roman names, but say Jim and Bob or consuls. Jiminus and Bobinus. Jiminus and Bobinus. Yep. Bob, Bobinus? Bobinus. Bobinus. So Jiminus, cricket, <laughs> he runs the army one day, says we go this way, mm -hmm. and it's assumed that Bobinus is going to do the same thing, but Bobinus could say we're going the other way. Ah. So it got kind of confusing. But they are elected they are elected. together. Do they, they run together? I'm, this is, I'm digging oh, deeper so, into this. So than each, each console runs uh, on his own kind of platform, but sometimes they work together. So what's right. interesting about Pompey is Pompey is co-consul for a while, and, and it's only for a year term. Okay. Um, but uh, his, co, his, his partner in politics, you could say, was Julius Caesar. And... Most people know him as a guy who the, got stabbed. The Julius Caesar? The Julius Caesar. Wow. So uh, a little bit of history with Pompey is Pompey uh, is, at the time, he's a very famous general. And he got famous because he worked for this guy named Sulla. And Sulla was the first Roman to successfully have a civil war against Rome. <laughs> he waged all-out war against Rome because of some political stuff. Okay. And then he kind of changed how the system worked. And he kind of normalized this idea that uh, if you really want to change things, you can just use an army to do it. Oh. And that has long-term repercussions. So Pompey kind of learned from that, and he cut his teeth being a soldier in that army and working for Sulla. Sulla had a personal vendetta against the Julii family, which is where Julius Caesar comes from. Okay. So they were adversaries, but eventually Caesar... Do you know who his personal vendetta was? Well, the, the Julian family opposed his family. Okay. They were loyal to his rival. So okay. he oppressed basically everybody who disagreed with him and promoted only his people. But like a Hatfield and McCoy sort of thing? Yeah, scenario. yeah, kind of that. It was, but bigger. Okay. You know, bigger and more grand than Roman. More grand and lots more stabbing. Sure. Um, so he like took people's land and their money and their property and gave it to his buddies. Okay. So Pompey comes up during this, proves himself to be trustworthy, becomes this general... Um, which in Rome, being a general is part of politics. Yes. Normally you work your way up through a, a list of ranks. Um, and it's kind of this, they, they called it the courses, or the cursus, which is the course, the, the politics course. So you, you start at this level of magistrate, you work your way up, do, do, do. And the top of that is consul. Okay. Now, for these people, when you start your work your way up, can anybody do that? Or is it from a, through a rich family? Typically, you got to be a rich family. You have okay. to be of the senatorial class. You could be an equestrian class. Horses. You could be a horse. You could be a horse. It, it was the idea that uh, in the old days, the classes were built on the kind of equipment you could bring to battle, the, what you could afford. Oh, okay. So like a dowry, that's why I'm bringing... I'm bringing I can bring a horse. A horse, 12 sheep, and 3 gold. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> in, the, in the original Roman style was everybody was a citizen soldier. Everybody. Oh, okay. Um, and, but you had to equip yourself. Even the ladies? Well, not the ladies. Women were not allowed to serve in the military. But they had to do everything else while the men went off to stab each other. Okay. Um, although I'm sure there were women who joined, they just were secretive about sure, it. Sure, Mulan. Mulan, yes. But that not, was... Not Roman. Not, Roman, not actual not Roman, history. Not um, so, yeah, these... Uh, you, you could be uh, an equitist. Or you could be a senator class. Um, it was about having a certain amount of property. Plus, you had to run your election. Sure. You had to pay for it. Um, and as Pompey was coming up, he became friends with this other very... The wealthiest man in Rome was Crassus. And Crassus was famous for killing Spartacus. Oh, Crassus sounds like a nice guy. Yeah, he was really, really great. Sounds like, actually, he would use rude language. Yes, he, he does. He's very... 
grass. grass. Yes. <laughs> it actually comes and from... It's just grasses again. Shut up. <laughs> I say what I want to say. <laughs> Yells at everybody, hits people. He's mm -hmm. very rude. Nobody likes him. And he just throws money at problems. Okay. So those to be... Okay, now I'm just wondering ones. if there's any parallels of people like that in, the, in current day. I... Sure. Sure. Any rich person. Yeah, really. Right. <laughs> so Crassus and Pompey become buddies, but Crassus has this other guy that he's very fond of named Julius Caesar. Okay. The three of them join forces, uh -huh. and they become the first triumvirate. Ah, I've heard that word before. First triumvirate. And we've, we've used this term anytime we have like a group of three kind of running things. Yeah. Triumvirate. And it was kind of a... They weren't dictators, because at the time, a dictator was an actual term Romans used. It was an elected official. Oh. Um, it was, One who takes dictation. Well, what it was, was the Senate said, we have a problem. Mm -hmm. It takes very quick action to deal with this problem. We give all authority over all of Rome to one person. You. Yes. That guy's the dictator. Yeah, we get things done. Sulla was a dictator. Say what you about dictators. They get they things get stuffed done. up. <laughs> not always good. So on, on record, we are not fans of dictators. Nope. But nope. we do recognize nope. they get things done. They get things done. Roman dictators were very different, though. They were usually pretty benign. Um, yeah. You were given the job, and it was only for six months. And then most of them resigned their commission before that ever happened. Now, you said uh, 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 count, you get counsel for a year. Counsel for a year. And you can be a dictator for six months. Yes. Either way, back then, that was a longer period of time. That's a long time. Felt longer. Felt longer. There's no social media. Yeah. Everything takes longer to do, too. But yeah. it also, in some ways, is shorter. Because let's say you have to travel for part of that. you got to go to the edge of your land. Takes your whole time. Takes your whole time. Yeah. By the time you get there and back, it's been a year. You're, you're not considered. And that actually would happen. They'd have elections oh. where people weren't around. Okay. And according to uh, Roman rules, you usually couldn't hold the consulship twice in a row. Oh. But those rules got changed and altered and... Swap back and forth sure, sure. several times because of whoever was in power, they wanted to stay that way. Until they landed on just emperor. Yes. Okay. And that, that's easier. Yes. <laughs> way easier. Way easier. Who needs elections? It takes up a lot of time. It does. I mean, and then you just have the Senate pretending like they have power. It's just like Star Wars. You have the Senate, and the Emperor just tells everybody what's going to happen, but everybody thinks the Senate still has some power, All but right. they don't really. Star Wars. Who's Jar Jar in that scenario? <laughs> Us? Mm. <laughs> I don't care for that at all. Um, all right. All right. I feel we're uh, way we're off, track, a but, off track. Well, we need to know our, that, that Pompey and... Crassus. Crassus. And Caesar. And Caesar. Are this triumphant. Triumphant. Well, Crassus goes off and dies in battle. Rude. And it was very rude, and it was kind of an embarrassing defeat. Where was he battling? He was off fighting the Parthians, who were a long-time enemy of Rome. They the were, Parthians and the Parthians were these amazing horse archers. In uh, they were not horses. They were not horses, but they, they would were ride people horses. on horses who would shoot. And they also had fantastic heavy cavalry. So the Romans were not suited to that. They were mostly foot troops with some cavalry. Heavy cavalry mean fat horses or elephants? Fat horses. Fat horses. No, it was horses with armor and then armored oh. guys. Okay. So it was just like a big thing of metal running towards you. And it was very hard to stop that. Sure. Um, and at this Except time... It, with water. <laughs> um, but it was interesting, too, is they also were largely a desert people. They, mm. they were kind of in... Uh, the Parthians ranged across what is modern-day, like, Iraq, okay. parts of Iran, um, and 
correct me if I'm wrong, because my Parthian knowledge is less extensive than my Roman knowledge. Let me uh, I'll pause you just for a moment, if anyone is watching. Uh, we will have a section uh, in, for future podcasts uh, that we are tentatively, tentatively calling, uh, well, actually, um, <laughs> where you can correct us on previous uh, uh, shows, but since we have no previous show, there's no reason to connect. Correct, correct us. us on something we've not done yet. But we'll give you a freebie right there. You can correct them about the Parthians. Yep. yep. Correct them all day if you want. Yes. All right. They invented a, a cool technique called the Parthian shot, which was oh. the idea of riding forward, turning, and shooting at the guy behind you. Oh, yeah. So they charge their archers up, look at the Romans, and then run away and shoot them, and nobody could catch them. They, so they Romans hated that. They probably also had the Parthian shot. At Parthian bars. shot. Probably. After battle, they were done? No, actually, maybe not. I don't know if they had uh, spirits back then yet. If they only had beer they and had wine. spirits. Did they? It depended on where you were. I don't know that the Romans had spirits. That's, okay. You know, maybe we should look that up. For next I, read a I, whole, think, I read a whole book about the different beverages throughout the years. Might not have had spirits. I don't remember world. which. I know that came after wine and beer. I feel like the Russians always had spirits. Yep. They yep. always had potatoes, so they always had vodka. And they couldn't grow grain. Yeah. Does mead count as a spirit? Uh, there's a fine line between wine and spirits. Like wine is basically, you know, booze, fermented from, fruits yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Huh. It just becomes a distillation uh, huh. thing. All right. Anyway, well, regard practice. regardless, Parthians, if they had a shot, was probably some sort of beer. Yes. And, and one of those Parthian shots, the aerotype, probably killed Crassus. Oh. So when Crassus died. Oh, impressive! <laughs> Good shot. Good shot. Dude. Didn't expect that off the side of a horse. <laughs> Used to horses shooting forward. <laughs> yeah. Said and that in Rome. It's always bad for Rome when one of their big wigs dies. Yes. You know? And at the time, uh, I believe that he was a consul. Huh. So that's a very bad. That would be like if the president, you know, if George Washington had gone to war yeah. and got killed. Shot. <laughs> By a British soldier who could shoot Running the, away. <laughs> the side of his horse. Exactly. Got it. So, uh, now we've got Pompey, we've got Caesar, and they were kind of held together by Crassus because Crassus had all the money. Um, um, these two are both very wealthy, mind you, yes. but Crassus was stupidly rich okay. by, like, a lot. Like, he owned a huge amount of Rome and had a lot of cash on hand, which isn't always the case for wealthy people in general. Especially right. at those times, it was largely about owning land and people. <laughs> Romans had slaves. Slavery's not okay. I tied it up with a lot of investments. I'm investing in a lot of slaves <laughs> lot right of now. Slaves. Yep. The market for slaves yep. is going up, well, I tell you. Crassus actually did directly uh, profit from doing with slavery because uh, he's the guy who fought and defeated Spartacus, oh. uh, the slave rebel of whom Kirk Douglas made is very famous. And uh, he won, and that kind of got him more powerful uh -huh. than he already was. Because everybody was like, ah, well, you're rich, but you don't know how to fight. He's like, I can fight. So the um, rich guy was buddies with Pompey and Julius. And Julius. And, now he's and, dead. And now he's dead. So things pretty quickly start to kind of fall out between Pompey and, and Julius Caesar. Yes. Um, Caesar tries to patch things up, uh, marries his daughter off to Pompey. That was a thing you did back then. As you do. That was a thing you did back then. Hey, buddy. I know we're having a little fight. How do you feel about my daughter? Yeah. And now you're my son-in-law. Weird. So you, right. if I die, get my stuff. Yep. That kind of a thing. Okay. Um, and it worked for a while, but then she died. Sure. In childbirth, like happened very frequently. Oh, then. yeah. Um, and then Caesar was off uh, fighting the wars in Gaul, which is modern-day France. 
Okay. The Gallic Wars. And he wrote a book about it, which is really cool because you get his firsthand accounts of everything that happened. He wrote a book or did he dictate a book? He probably wrote part of it and then dictated other parts yeah, of okay. it. Because he was, he was on campaign while he was doing it. Yeah. So he's, he's riding around. And Caesar was a guy who rode into battle. He didn't just sit back in his tent. You were expected as a, as a Roman general to lead your people from the front. Um, not all the time, but, you know, in bigger sure. engagements, you got involved. Yeah. So Get your hands dirty. You got to get your hands get dirty. Get up in there. It's, it's also interesting because he wrote the book largely as letters back to Rome, saying, here's how good I am. Uh, okay. So a lot of it's propaganda. You have to sift through some of it. And he may not have been writing a book, per se. Just writing notes. Yeah, but it's, it's interesting how it reads because it sure. does read like a soldier kind of going, well, this is what happened and this is what happened. It's very clear and very... There's not a lot of flowery writing. Um, you can tell when he's trying to talk himself up. Because yeah. he'll be like, oh, I mean, this happened, but it wasn't really my fault. Misfortune can happen to anyone. And uh, maybe if this had been different. That sounds like every current politician. Yes, right. yes. It's <laughs> like they learned from the oh, master. Interesting. Um, so as he gets more famous, because as he's fighting these wars, the perk of leading an army was you get all the loot. Yes. Now you share it with your people. Yeah, so, but they, not the good stuff. But not always the good stuff. So when he took, the, there was this great city for the Gauls. It was one of the last battles that they fought. It was the Battle of Elysia. And Elysia was this giant city on a hill. And, and they've, they beat it. They beat the, the, the Gauls. And they captured more than 100,000 people. Well, now there are 100,000 slaves. Ah. And he just split the numbers up amongst his soldiers so that every Roman soldier had a handful of people that they now owned. What a strange life that would be to be a slave. One day you're working for one guy, next day like, nah, he's dead. You're working, working for, for me. another guy. You're working for me now. <laughs> well, what, and, what am I doing? Yeah, same stuff you were doing before. Same thing, same slave, thing. Slave stuff. But now over here. Over there. Doing the same thing, but over there. Yeah. And it was different too because... We park our horses on this side of the street now. <laughs> and we pick it up with a shovel yes. instead of a, a, your hands. a dish. Or, or your, your dish. <laughs> or this or that. Uh, but it was very common practice then, especially the Romans, but other cultures did it too, was if you lose, you lose. And the option is we just kill you in battle or you can be a slave. Sure. Sometimes being a slave wasn't the worst thing ever. It was very different than the chattel slavery we're used to in America, okay. in our history. Um, some well, More servant-like? More servant-like, yes, yes. You get a place to... Yes. Three hot meals a day? Yep. Maybe. Usually not whipped. <laughs> Probably not hot. Usually not whipped. Okay. Um, yeah. Usually not beaten, you were considered an investment. Yeah. Um, and then a I, lot do you imagine at the time there were like people who were like pro, like trying to like, let's put a good spin on slavery. There were slaves who opposed the idea of freedom for slavery yeah. because they liked the idea that it's good to have a steady job. Your steady <laughs> job, you're 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 not in charge of steering anything. You're you're on a ship, but you don't you don't okay. know where the ship's going. But but it's safe. People like stability. You had food. You lived in a better house than you could ever afford by yourself. Yeah. Uh, you had all these, what you thought of as perks, but you had no say in anything. Once again, I feel I feel we need to uh, throw out there again. Do not condone. We're not pro-slavery. Slavery <laughs> in the slight. I'm smiling as I'm saying this because we just did a show uh, where we, we uh, were right. in a plane. We were Romans with slaves. Who had slaves. That's right. And we did not approve of it then. Slavery is <laughs> not good. It's yeah. not acceptable. But yes. this is just the reality. Of Working nonstop minimum wage uh, at a job you have to work in order to live, that's fine. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. And, and not modern You slavery. shouldn't expect better than what you got. If you want more money, you should work harder. Yes.
Pull yourself up by those bootstraps. Make sure the sarcasm font is on. Yeah, All right. Is sarc- <laughs> All right. So, anyway, so Pompey sees Caesar getting richer and richer and more powerful and more powerful yes. and more popular. And Pompey hasn't been to war in a while. Yeah. He's getting to be in his 50s now, which isn't old by Roman senator class. Uh, there were still uh, Roman senators. What was the average uh, age? Which would depended. You guess? If you were wealthy, uh, you could live to be 70, maybe okay. 80. Um, Doing all right. Because the Roman citizens, they had clean water, they had aqueducts, they had baths, they believed in cleanliness and sure. eating well. If you're the... Washing like, hands? If you were the plebeian class, the plebs, if you were the poorer class, might not be so good. Uh, you might not have access to all those nice things, and you're probably doing all the fighting in the wars. Did they have indoor plumbing as well, or is that pooping in the street time? Some houses did. Okay. Some houses did. Some houses didn't. They also had public restrooms. Oh, which was very, that that's something that went away during the Dark Ages, the Middle Ages and all that. They did not have public restrooms. You just kind of pooped in the street or in a hole. But in Rome, they had public restrooms that yeah. uh, you could just go in and go. You didn't have to, like, pay. And it was basically, it was better than a porta potty Nice. I would say. So, you know, they dug a trench in the ground. And they had uh, sewers, and at least in Rome and all of their bigger towns. They have running water, that too. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the aqueducts work. So... Quick side thing is what's largely Rome's got lots of mountains and hills. Yeah. Lots of ice on top of those mountains and hills, lots yeah. of streams. You build the aqueducts up to those streams. Gravity. Gravity. Does the thing. Does the thing. And those aqueducts are still standing. Ooh. We can't get a road to last more than five years in Wisconsin, but Romans, those roads you can still drive on. 2,000 years old. Figure out how to do that. So anyway, I don't know how you do that. I don't know. I think you just use stones. Maybe. Yeah. Just really good stones. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and workmanship. And gum, gumption. 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 And think, and you got to have gumption. And think not, I, don't, I, want, I want this to last for a little while. Think I just want this to last forever. Yes. Got it. You don't even think about that. You're yeah. just like, I want to forever go from here to there. Yeah. How do I do that? <laughs> this. All right. <clears throat> so Pompey and Caesar starting to build up this rivalry. Yeah. And eventually it boils over to the point where Pompey's like, Caesar can't have an army anymore. He's got to disband. He's got to do all this stuff. Or else. But he has nowhere else to... He has nothing. He has no leverage. Well, he does. Look. Because him being Pompey Magnus, the great, is. he would say, I have to stamp my feet. Legions will spring up around me. Oh. Because, and he does have an army because oh. he's a consul. Okay. So he also has an army. It's just not fighting. Just not fighting and not as popular as... Not as popular. Because they're not doing anything. It's yeah. it's the, what have you done for me lately? Uh, that's what why they got to keep fighting. Yep. Yeah. And that's what the Romans did. So Caesar was apparent. He was recalled by the Senate. And he would say, well, I'm not done. So you can't recall me. I have stuff. So Caesar was very good at finding a pretext for war. Ah. Well, I was doing this, but then our allies got attacked. So I had to go over here. And if I had come back to Rome, all our allies would be dead. So he was extending his war. And they didn't like that because he's collecting more money, more power, and his soldiers were fanatically loyal to him. And this was a time where the army followed the leader, not the country. Sure. So Caesar's got this army of several legions, and a legion is about 5,000 troops. Little note there, 5,000 troops. Uh, And he, you know, says, fine, I'll I'll come back to Rome. And he marches his army back towards Rome. This makes the Senate very nervous. Yeah, it's, it's not a good look. And they're like, uh, Pompey, you're a great general. Um, stop him. And he's like, okay, well, he's got to disband his army or my whole army. He's going to come in and crush it. Oh. Caesar says, well, I'll disband my army if 
disband Euron. You put your gun down. You put yeah, your exactly. gun down. It, mm, and but it turns into... Except guns, they have people. But the problem with that is Caesar's army is on the march. Pompey's army is doing other stuff. They're not actually in Rome. Okay. Are they doing, like, civic work? Are they well, doing, like... A lot of the time, the soldiers were given land, okay. so they would work their farms when they weren't soldiers. Yeah, you um, need farms, you need food, you need food, you need grain to make beer. And that was how they paid a lot of soldiers. Was after they're done campaigning, you get land. Now, usually, they got the bad land, and the general got the good land. Well, sure. But a good general knew to give his guys equally good land, good enough land, good enough land that they can actually scratch a living off of. Because sure. the last thing you want is a bunch of very well trained very dangerous people who've been fighting for maybe sometimes 20 years straight. And this is the kind of warfare where it's, I'm from here to you away and I just kill you. But I don't care for that scenario at all. No, and it's day in and day out. So these are very dangerous people. You want them to be away from Rome yep. and happy. Happy and fat. Because otherwise they come back. Yes. And, that's, and that happens stuff. multiple times in history where the army says, this is crap, we're done, give us money. And nobody can really do anything. So Caesar comes back and uh, Pompey tells him, you got to go home. He says, well, you go home. And they kind of do this. And Caesar yeah. says, well, I'm not going to do that. Because the second I come into Rome, you're going to arrest me, and you're going to torture me, and you're going to kill me. Now, they're doing this, are they doing this in person or are they through emissaries? By, by emissaries, usually. And then, like, on the outskirts of Rome somewhere? Yeah. So Caesar camped out in the township of Ravenna, which is okay. north of Rome. I believe it's still a town there. Check the map. On the other side side of the uh, oh, it's the river, it's the Rubicon. The Rubicon, yeah. So there's a saying that's coming out of it. Yeah. There's a saying that's You're coming out the Rubicon. Crossing the Rubicon. In your Jeep. Comes directly from Caesar crosses the Rubicon. Yeah. No Roman army crossed the Rubicon Ooh. at this point, except for Sulla doing his thing. Sure. When he took the city. And... Also, just armies kind of casually crossing it. Yes, but usually going the other way. Right, not usually as an aggressive the other way. Right. Yes, yes. So, so he was so, staying outside. Yep. And out then here. Pompey says, "Well, you got to disband," and they start to threaten. Requests become threats. Caesar yeah. says, "Well, well, I'll call you on that. I'm going to come back to Rome, but I'm bringing my army with me because I don't trust you guys to not murder me the second I get in the city because that happened yeah. frequently." Well, Pompey realizes he doesn't actually have an army with him; they're elsewhere. A lot yep. of them are green recruits. So he empties the Roman treasury and leaves, gets his armies together, and this huge civil war breaks out between the two. Oh. So now Pompey and Caesar spend the next couple of years fighting all across Italy and Spain, and then eventually in Greece. So who's in charge of Rome, then, if they're fighting each other? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so Pompey basically says, anyone who's a true Roman comes with me. And anyone who doesn't, when I get back, you're dead. Ooh. I will either kill you or I will disenfranchise you and take everything you own. And it's mine and it's going to my people. So the Senate all goes, yeah, Pompey is here. We're going with him. Yeah, because he's actually in town. Because he's in town. <laughs> but then a bunch of other guys go, but Caesar's right there. He's doing good stuff. And he's really scary and yeah. has this very professional. He's very charismatic. He's very charismatic. He's very wealthy. He's very powerful. And sure. his, his writing is very compelling. And this oh. is a time where being a good orator, a good public speaker is really important because you don't have a social media maven sitting there right. saying, this is what you've got to say. You have to say it. You have to put up or shut up. You have to prove yourself by deeds and actions. Now, so when, he, when he would write his letters or stuff like that, would they be dispersed somehow, like verbally, throughout yes. the, 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 the town square? Yes. Or? So the forum. The idea of a public forum. Yes. 
where funny things often happen on the way to forums, uh, would have public speakers come out, basically take writings from people and read them. Yes. Publicly. Okay. It's a town crier type situation. My knowledge of that comes from the uh, uh, HBO miniseries Rome, which I... Which is fantastic yes. and very accurate. That's well, I believe You guys want to see so. a lot of this stuff? Uh, that is a fantastic take on it. I should watch the second really? season. There were only two seasons. I watched the first one. The first one right. is good. The second one talks about the second triumvirate. There we go. Which is another. Once, I mean, spoilers, Caesar isn't in the second one. No. He was my favorite character. Yeah. He's more of a setting in it, almost. He's such a grand character. Yeah. He's he's like not the he's not the main character, but he's the main focus of everything. Yeah. He's Caesar. And he's very well acted. But anyway, so Pompey and Caesar have these, these battles over time. Um... It's it's a weird time for Romans because it's Roman against Roman. Yeah, that's odd. They're going around from city to city. And How long did the Civil War last? Four years. Four years. Give or take. Um, take. Take. Um, and it, it, because lots of traveling. Sure. But the way, it, if, especially if you read, like, Caesar wrote a second book, which he never finished. Oh. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Something bad happened to Caesar. Okay. Mid-sentence. Towards the end of everything. Um, but uh, the, the Civil War lasts such a long time because it's not just between Caesar and Pompey. It's Caesar's faction, Pompey's faction, and then a whole bunch of other stuff gets pulled into it, uh, specifically because of the death of Pompey, ah. which is what we're specifically talking about. But we have to know all this other stuff to get to the meat of the matter. Yeah. So Caesar and Pompey... Um, have all these battles. Uh, um, they're sold, they're different generals are fighting all over the place. Caesar's kicked Pompey out of Italy. He's secured safety there. But Pompey's kicked Caesar out of Africa, which is a very important center for trade and grain um, and was largely controlled by Rome. Even Egypt is like a client state. Do what Rome says, beat you up. Okay. That's how Rome did yeah. everything. Yeah, it's effective. That's effective. They were When you have the biggest stick, sure. <laughs> You usually use it. <laughs> Not that that translates at all to how the world is today. Okay. <laughs> going, carry going, on. Going on. Um, so they're kind of trading off all of these the different techniques of how they're going to fight. They try new siege techniques to take over cities. Right. But through the whole thing, Caesar is constantly telling everybody, and it's a great bit of political theater, I'm well within my rights to do this. Oh. I am simply protecting Rome. Sure. And my loyal soldiers. Doing this for your own good. Yes. <laughs> so Caesar does some great things with, with how he control, like how he maintains control. He always sends emissaries to cities before he shows up. And nice. Says, hey, I'm a Roman consul. Because during this, because Pompey left Italy, they still had elections. Oh. And Caesar made sure that he ran for consul. Oh. So he becomes consul. Pompey is not consulating. Oh, you hear that, kids? Try and take over the world. Make sure you get the paperwork in first. Yep, that's right. Paperwork and, and is very important. This is voting matters. That's right. <laughs> because you might have to vote for consul someday. Sure. And you want to make sure it's not the guy on the other side yeah. of the ocean. Want it to be your side. Yeah. So, but Pompey has like a huge part of the Senate with him. So there's a lot of question about how legal this whole thing is because the Senate wasn't really there to vote. Did, did they just have a, a as far as a body of government? They just had the Senate and the the the, the uh, guys in charge. Did they yes. have a third branch? They had the people's tribunes, and those represented the majority of Romans. 
Oh, so would that be like the plebs? Would that be like uh, a Congress? Or, kind of, yeah. Okay, so we have the Senate. It's Congress. it's a little different because the People's Tribune they had like they had three the Tribune. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, originally they 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 but they there were less of them. Yeah. They had certain veto powers. Um, but, but I haven't heard much of them, so they can't be that powerful. They're not <laughs> nearly as powerful as the Senate class. Never heard of them. No. But so, like, a, a famous People's Tribune at one point was Mark Antony. Yes. It's not heard of Antony him. and Cleopatra. Sure. They're going to factor into this story very soon. Ooh. Antony was Caesar's right-hand man. He was his best commander. Every time he shows up, stuff happens that helps Caesar. He's very loyal, very passionate, very famous. Great I believe warrior. Mark Antony now is a, a singer. He's a singer. Yes. yes, there's an H there. Okay, so only different. Different guy. Antony and Funny. Different guy and two thousand years. Yes, but, this is a little different. Um, but still awesome. Sure. I think. I don't I, know. I, actually, I, I'm not I familiar with I his work. I feel like I know one of his songs. If I heard like a note, I'll look him up. Down. Look up some Mark Anthony. <laughs> write for, it down uh, later. Um, but yes, yeah, so uh, like Mark Anthony was a People's Tribune. Yes. Um, and it was because he wasn't of the the higher ranking class. Ah, okay. He, he was a he's a plebe. Yeah. He's the poor person but in rome you could get great power by being a soldier okay so a lot of people who wanted any kind of political career started that and every politician of note had to start with money or get beaten people up yep exactly <laughs> and even when you have money use it to beat up more good to people, beat up more people and then sure. you get more money yeah and and yeah so that's well that's say what you will about our current system but i i, I do it's a little better i enjoy not having to beat people up <laughs> Yeah, did you have to do that to the alderman? I have not. I have not had to threaten anybody. Did to you have to? Alderman. Did you have to go to to war in some country and like burn a city? And I did not. No, no, no. I just had to go door to door and ask people if they wanted me to represent them. Seems a lot easier. Yeah, a lot more efficient. Yeah, like more benevolent. Less swords. Less swords. Less stabby. Yeah, there's some good points and bad points to that. I guess <laughs> I would be okay parading around the city streets with a sword. And... Yeah. If that was okay, I feel like cool. that would be okay. I would too. Cool Swords are cool. Like, sure. you know, they look neat. I feel like it's brandishing, though. Yeah. I mean, you can in this state. Open carry. Oh, good. I think we have open carry. I, I, don't, I still won't. All just, right. I still won't do it. So. Uh, so anyway. So Pompey and Caesar are kind of sparring politically back yes. home. They've got people working for them. And then they have their armies in the field. So at one point, while they're in Greece, uh, Caesar attacks Pompey at one of his camps. And the way the Roman armies moved all the time was everywhere they went, they made a camp. And their camps were fortified things. And the armies of Rome were very famous for digging. Oh, okay. They could dig trenches. They could encamp an area in which thousands of people could live in would they Would they fill it back up then when they left? Sometimes. Okay. It depended on if they were coming back. Sure. So in this particular... Not, I'm not digging this trench a second time. That's right. Um, but like if they were in a territory where they knew they were going to leave and they weren't coming back, they yeah. didn't want the enemy to grab it. Sure. Well, in this instance... Don't grab my trench. <laughs> they built a trench, didn't fill it in, and then they fought over this like oh. this fortification. It was really well made. Nice. I and, like this hole in the ground. Yeah, it was... Well, it's and mine. They, put, uh, they, they dug the hole and then they put all the earth on one side and then they built a log palisade on top oh, okay. of that. And then they build ramparts on top of that. So it's like a little castle. Make little forts everywhere they went. Palisade. Look that word up at home. Palisade. I'll look it up later. <laughs> it's a fancy word for big fence. I thought it was like a like a show hall somehow. <laughs> like a there's palace. A, there's, a, no, there's like a vaudeville theater called like the Palisade. Hmm. I'm playing the Palisade in Cincinnati. <laughs> 
It, right. it might also be that. Words can have more than one Sure. Meaning. Okay, carry on. All right, so they're fighting over this thing. Things kind of go wrong for uh, Caesar uh -oh. for once. Usually oh he's been doing very, very well this whole war. Yeah. But uh, his army gets spooked because they're separated. And then they're, they're trying to take this camp from Pompey. Pretty much bigger. Because Caesar's army's been fighting everyone. Sure, yeah. That's, uh, uh, that always seemed to be the problem with uh, the, the fellows trying to take over all the whole world. At some point, you're stretched out too far. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened in Rome. Yeah, okay. And and we can look at every empire in history. You know, you Britain. Don't stretch too far, people. Don't stretch too far. Have we ever done that as a country? We just got out of Afghanistan. Borders are getting smaller. <laughs> yep. That's good. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to, I don't know if I'm supposed to voice my political You can, I'm yes, gonna, that's fine. I have thoughts on the matter, but okay. it has nothing to do with Pompey. Moving on. So, Pompey and Caesar, uh, they're, they're battling over this fort. Mm -hmm. It goes wrong for Caesar's guys because they, they aren't expecting Pompey to show up on the flank. They get scared and end up killing more of their own guys running away and trampling them. Ugh. And it's this kind of a debacle. And, of course, Pompey sends his messengers out to everyone saying, Oh, Caesar's defeated. All right. I don't want to I don't want to dwell on details. Mm -hmm. You say debacle? Debacle. Debacle? Is it debacle? I've heard it both ways. I've only heard it debacle. debacle. Hey, you debacle. chime in. Hey, man, I used to think that ladle was pronounced ladle, so I'm probably wrong. On this. Oh, the, the thing I learned as well is that when someone mispronounces something, that means most likely they learn that word from reading it versus hearing someone else say it. I've heard that too. I think that's true. I, I think that's true. I, I think I learned that word by, by seeing it a lot. Gonna, it wasn't like my parents were like, this is a debacle or a debacle. <laughs> this whole bedroom, your bedroom is a debacle. No, it was usually a pigsty. Yeah. That was mom's word, pigsty. Debacle sounds like a tobacco brand. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the menthol tobacco. No. <laughs> smooth, smooth. All right. So there's this debacle. Yep. Problem. Cluster. Yep. Cluster fudge of a situation. Uh, Caesar's army recovers <laughs> and runs away. Yes. Basically, run away. They have to do this whole forced march thing where they're basically running at all times of the night. Pompey can't keep up. His army's bigger. And Caesar has a good way of doing this. And they're going back the way they came from. That's yes. going to be easier. So they're going away. <laughs> and then Pompey's guys catch up. Caesar gets a few reinforcements, but so does Pompey. So Pompey's army is almost twice the size of Caesar's. They're fresh off this victory. And they're like, we got him caught. Dang. We're between him and the ocean. And we can, well, not the ocean, the Mediterranean. Sure. And we, their ships controlled the Mediterranean. Oh, so... Caesar's stuck between Caesar's stuck. the devil and the deep blue sea. Yes, so he's stuck. No matter what Caesar does, he's kind of stuck. He's got some allies. The Greeks have been feeding him and stuff, and it's very important. Army marches on its stomach. It does not look good for Caesar, but look based good. on history and the title of this podcast... <laughs> We're going to find yeah, out. I think it's going to be okay. Pompey's overconfident. Yeah. His guys are back in their camp, and they're planning out who gets what office. Oh. They're like, oh, well, when Ooh. Caesar loses... He's going to lose this office. He's going to lose his priesthood because Caesar had been made a priest, which is yeah. a very lucrative job. By the way, also easy to do online now if you want to get ordained. I'm ordained. Boom. I think so am I. Yep. We're both ordained. Yeah, took easy. 15 minutes, and I don't think I, I think I paid five bucks. I, I find it I, very lucrative I, so I far. I paid any money. For I think it. I paid five bucks. I don't. I haven't made any money doing it. Hmm? Well, if you want me to be your priest, send me money, and I'll do whatever. 
you want me, I'll do it for trade. Oh yeah, that yeah, that too. Don't you try to? Uh, too late. Me. I'm also I've, I've ordained. <laughs> uh, I've uh, done many services already. He's a rookie. I am a rookie. Anyway, I'm a rookie. Uh, so they're dividing up his stuff before they've got it. They, yeah, they don't even have the win, and they're already planning what they're going to do with it. Fools. So they charge. They got this army twice the size. Well, Caesar's guys have had enough. They feel embarrassed about their previous defeat because yep. they thought they were going to win, and sure. then they lost pretty badly. Caesar, being a great speaker, has basically said, "You guys are the worst." You embarrassed yourselves. You embarrassed me. You think that's how his pep talks went? <laughs> well, I was I actually. You guys. I was actually just reading it last night. Really? I was reading his account of it, and he basically said, "I don't know what more I could have done. I gave you guys the win. Uh, that was that was almost the end of the war. This right is on there. you. I did everything I could have, and maybe it was just a mistake. Maybe it wasn't your fault. Sure. But whatever happened was." We lost, and it wasn't my fault. And wow. there's only two of us here. It's me or you guys. So the, the rest buck of, stops the buck not with Caesar. <laughs> Caesar was really good at finding excuses. Yeah. But the other thing, too, is he's so good at it that it seems plausible. Okay. Because really, one man can't control thousands of people in the middle of combat. Sure, sure. But at the same time... You're the guy in charge. You're the guy in charge. He just takes some ownership. But he, he figures, and, and he, sometimes he's done this where he says, it's totally my fault. I have failed you as a general. I've failed you as a leader. And it, that's gotten him to work. He's so good at manipulating his army's feelings. He knows exactly yeah. what to say to him to inspire him. So... Um, he he says you guys lost a bunch of our standards, which is a huge thing for Romans. If you have a you have a military standard, or is that the big flag thing, the little flag. banner? Thing? Well, and for them, it was usually just a stick with like a golden eagle on it. Oh, okay. A lot of the times, it was really gold too. So these are expensive, Don't and they're you lost the standard. They're hundreds of years old. You know what this cost us? They, they make a new standard anytime they make a new legion. Oh, okay. So and it never goes anywhere. Sure. With the legion, and the guy who holds it is a specifically he's a very specifically chosen person it's a huge honor big forearms and you always follow that guy yeah so at this big defeat a lot of the standard bears threw down their standards and ran away Ooh, and that man. hadn't happened caesar hadn't had a single standard captured in gaul all right so he's like i don't know what happened man like we did this huge war we fought in gaul we fought in spain we fought in greece we fought in africa never had this happen what do we do what are you guys doing what are you guys doing you're killing me so they get mad who gets mad the Roman soldiers, not at Caesar. They just, just oh, they're mad at themselves. We, oh, that's the worst kind let, of mad. We let it's like Grandpa coming in there and saying, "I'm not mad. Oh, I'm disappointed." Oh no! So they get the that treatment. Yeah, and they're just, Ugh. and they're mad at Pompey because he stole some of he stole their stuff from the well, Yeah, it's his fault. And it's they're mad at themselves, and they they're Ugh. like, "This is a stupid mistake, and we almost cost ourselves our lives." And the war. Oh, this armor's chafing. And we just want to go home. Oh, I'm tired. Because these guys have been on campaign for a decade now. That's a long time to be not like, home. Not home for 10 years. I had a 10-year-old son. He's now in the army he's with now, me. Now he's, 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 he's joined up. He's sure. the, the guy next. He's in the tent next door. So they want to go home. And the only way to do that is they have to beat Pompey. So Pompey's got this big cavalry unit. And he's really proud of it. And he's like, I'm going to send them. So, that's the, what they used to call me in college. The big cavalry unit? <laughs> why? I don't know why? Did you have a horse? I was tall. I'm tall. Oh, you tall are tall. Horse, he yeah. is tall. He's taller than me. I thought I was tall. There you go. So he sends his cavalry out. Caesar has a specific plan to to thwart them. 
the cavalry run and wind up crashing into Pompey's own guys. Oh, no, again? Caused total pain. It's like the reverse the of reverse, what happened yeah. like a week ago. Yeah. Caused Pompey's army to panic and just freak out. Caesar's army is furious and just charge headlong into them. They beat them so badly, Pompey rides back to camp before the battle's done and just pouts in his tent. Aww. Going, poor Pompey. This isn't going well. Pompey's grumpy. Hopefully that'll be fine. I'm grumpy. And then eventually, Pompey the Great gets on a horse, throws off his general's medallion, rides out the back gate straight to the Mediterranean Sea, and gets on a boat and leaves. Was he wearing a fake mustache as well? I think so. <laughs> he, he, he was trying to conceal who he was. My name's uh, Pompey. I'm um, Grey Poupon. So at this battle, he's got close to 50,000 men. Yeah. Caesar has about 25,000. Caesar wins handily, which took everybody by surprise. Some of the senators that fought against Caesar escape with Pompey. Yep. Most of them don't. A couple are killed. And Caesar walks into this camp where all the senators are waiting. He's like, what's up, guys? I missed you. Aw, buddies. Where you been? Oh. And they're like, don't kill us. He's like, why would I kill you? We're friends. Does well, he have like a sword dripping with blood? No, he's, I mean, he's probably covered, covered in blood. blood and filth because he's been on the battle. <laughs> I just is just. Hunt, sorry, fight. these are the guys that got in my way. It's yeah, cool. You're, you're not trying to get in my way, you're my though. Friends, you're right? my friends, right? Wow. But he's very magnanimous in victory. <laughs> okay. He's, he, he says to all of his soldiers, don't take any other stuff. Don't kill any prisoners. And it's it's very well reported that Caesar didn't kill prisoners oh, of the Romans. Nice. But Pompey's guys did because a bunch of them kept deserting. Like there were two times where they deserted to Pompey to prove their loyalty, murdered Caesar's captured soldiers. <laughs> so Caesar doesn't like those guys. Those yeah. guys end up paying for it at the end. But... Caesar's very generous with terms. Okay. The senators get to keep all their stuff. He'll bring everybody back to Rome together. No problem. They're not prisoners. They're free citizens. And he sends them home. He disarms a lot of Pompey's soldiers, sends them home. And then he's got to Everyone go, take the day off. He says, you're done. If you've worked hard. He says, we're all Romans here. Yeah. We're all Romans here. Why are we doing this? Hey. But he's got to go get Pompey. Because Pompey will go and make another army and then come back and have yep. to do the same thing. Gotta nip that in the bud. Exactly. So he goes after Pompey. He sends out messengers everywhere. Pompey got defeated very, 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 very badly. He's done. He's got like five guys with him. He's on a boat somewhere. He may be wearing a fake mustache. <laughs> he's definitely got like a hooded cape. <laughs> yep. He's, he's got his wife and his kids with but him. If you like, say Pompey, then he has to say he is. If yep. you ask him if he's Pompey, he's got to. He's got to tell you. Otherwise, like, it's entrapment. That's right. Just like a cop. It's like a cop. Pompey rules. So Pompey goes to a bunch of different towns. Nobody wants him in. That is bad. You don't juju. have any money. Yep. You don't have an army. You Listen, lost. we'd love to have you stay. We'd love to have you. I got the in-laws here, and it's all filled up. <laughs> you know, look at that. It's oh, i got to go to work. Oh, it's getting late. Don't <laughs> you head back to your boat? It's <laughs> noon. Yeah, I'm tired. Oh, I, uh, oh, a third shift. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I can't help it. So Pompey's like, I'll go to Egypt. Jesus. Egypt owes me a favor. Egypt, the Florida of Italy. <laughs> and at the time, Egypt's super wealthy. It is uh, kind of answers to Rome, but it's its own place. It's got a king and a queen. Okay. Uh, they're the breadbaskets of the oh, Mediterranean. Yeah. They create more grain along the Nile River than I, almost everywhere else in the empire combined. So the Nebraska of Italy. Yes, yes. Like if you took Nebraska and Iowa and just filled them with more corn. Okay. 
And more green. Sure. And, and I more, always feel, and I always more feel like Nebraska is really brown. Yeah. So make it more green. Okay. But only along the way. I also feel Egypt is really brown looking, but. It is now. It's worse now. Okay. The whole lots of wars and expansion of the desert. Yeah. But at the time, especially around the Nile, tons of grain. A fertile Great. crescent, if you will. Oh. I remember that from high school That's history. Fertile crescent. Write that down. You guys can write that down. Fertile crescent. Fertile crescent. So, Pompey goes there. He knows some people there. He deposited some soldiers there a while back. Deposited from... soldiers? Yeah. Well, he used to send his guys out. That's fine. It was just secure land. You, you know? just said it weird. Yeah, it was deposit a soldier. You had to yeah. deposit some soldiers. <laughs> Is that like, that's a euphemism for going to the bathroom? I don't now. know what it means. I'm going to use that when I go to the bathroom. Uh, I got to deposit some soldiers uh, in the Nile. At ease. <laughs> You're dismissed. <laughs> well, don't care for this metaphor you don't at, all. at all. Nope. Sorry. Sorry. Right, I didn't now. expect to go there, but I went too far. So, Pompey goes to Egypt. I want some soldiers around here somewhere. He's, I, I did. I, where are they? they, they, they I got, he's scrambling for sure. support. So he's he's scrounged together some coin. Uh, he's got his family with him. He's got like a couple of his former officers, and no more senators are with him. Whew, life all, on the road has got to be rough. They all, yeah, right. They, for a former general. For a former general who's in in hiding, he manages to scrape together a few soldiers. 2,000, which isn't a small hey, amount. But you you try finding 2,000 people to fight to the death for you. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I, don't, I think I had, like, five guys. Yeah, maybe. Maybe? <laughs> Used to be more. If I had more money, maybe. Like, if I, when I was closer to when I was in the Army, yeah, I could have yeah. found more, because they were all like, oh, yeah, I don't hang out with them as much. Yeah. So it's like, maybe yeah. one? Well, if anyone watching has 2,000 people at their command, let us know. Let us know, because we want to see That's how this... a big amount. We want to know how this can pan out nowadays. Sure. Because I feel like you're doing well by today's standards. Yeah. Pompey's doing very poorly by then. Right. So Caesar's chasing him, too, with what's what left of his army. He leaves most of his army behind. He's like, I got to go fast, light, and I got to get this guy. All this chasing, I picture, is to the uh, yakety sax sound. It is. It is. It's very Benny Hill. Get back here, Pompey. And it's like Pompey is just, he's got his fake mustache. Yep. And he keeps changing hats. And then he stands there like this and sees a runs by. And then he moves and Pompey. Any animators out there who want to animate Feel this? Feel free to animate please away. Please do it. Draw cartoons of it. That would be hilarious. Because this goes on for a little while. I mean, it's, sure. it's hard to chase this guy down. Pompey's moving fast and light because he doesn't have anybody with him ah advantage but caesar knows that if he stops anywhere and has time to gather soldiers caesar's going to need his army so he can't do the same eh. he can't just go oh i'm just going to take mark antony and a couple other guys and we're just going to chase him down and kill him it's like i need an army to fight if he has an army <laughs> sure. he shows up in this town and they're like no he can't come in i've got to get him out so anyway pompey gets to egypt Goes on shore where he is welcomed by one of his former centurions, one of his former officers who worked under him. For hey, years. buddy. The guy shakes his hand and stabs oh, him. Oh, no. And they cut off his head in front of his oh. wife and his kids. Ah. And plan to give it to Caesar as an officer. That's nice. And the reason all this happened is Pompey sent messengers to Egypt. Egypt is going through a bit of a civil war on its own right now. King Ptolemy. Mm. He's a spelled with a P. P. Ptolemy. It's pronounced Ptolemy. Sometimes people say Ptolemy, and I hate that. Ugh. So Ptolemy is 14 years old, and he's kind of ruled by his advisor, who's a eunuch. Oh. 
those of you who don't know, because we just did a show where they're a Unix, a lot of people don't know what a Unix is. Snipped. For your guy, you've been snipped. You don't have your bits. There are only male Unix, right? There are only male Unix. That should give you a clue as to what happens? That should give you an idea. <laughs> they're less male when they're no. a Unix. Hmm. Anyway, so this advisor is like, uh, we should be buddies with Pompey, and then we should murder him, and that'll make Caesar like us, and then he'll help us out. Ah, good plan. Great plan. Advisor. Great plan, right? But we've seen how Caesar handles all the senators who surrendered to him. He's buddies with them. Yeah. He's worked with these guys, and he also knows that you can't go around killing senators. Yeah, you definitely bad. can't go around killing consuls and war heroes. Right. So Caesar gets to, to uh, Alexandria, the capital where everybody's at. Capital of? Uh, Egypt. There you go. And he says, what's going on? Where's Pompey? Hey, buddies. And they're like, what's going on? Here he is. And they give him his head. Ooh. And Caesar loses his mind Ooh. publicly. He makes a huge deal about this. I mean, not as much as Pompey lost his <laughs> By the way, Pompey's birthday is September 29th. And his death is September 28th. Oh. Worst birthday present ever. Pretty bad. Like, hey, Pompey, come ashore. We'll have drinks. We'll get some girls. Happy birthday. Come we'll on get in. Get you in the army. It'll be wonderful. Watch out for this knife. <laughs> Murder. Poor Pompey. No. I'd feel bad for him if he hadn't done some pretty horrible stuff. Sure, sure. He had it coming. You can only feel so bad for these guys because they do some horrible stuff. That's true. So Pompey gets murdered. Caesar's presented with the head, allegedly. As the story goes that Caesar is presented with either news of Pompey's death or his head ah. and weeps. Oh. Now, according to who? According to a couple of sources at the same time, okay. Caesar doesn't talk about it. Oh. So he, he says, you know, this happened. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't necessarily say oh. how bad he was. He doesn't. Oh, talk so about it. It's kind of weird that Caesar. We were usually, friends. Usually he writes a big deal about these yeah. things. He doesn't. Oh. So it actually kind of points to maybe this did bother him a little bit because he didn't make a big deal about right, it. Right, right. Usually the things that actually bother you the most when you're this big, larger than life kind of character, you don't want to publicize that. People see it as a weakness. Yeah. Something you can maybe exploit. Oh, he cared about this guy. Let's find something else he cares about. So by, by admission. No, omission. Uh, omission. It is an admission. It is an admission. That yes. he, oh, he, he did he care. He probably did care because he worked very closely with this guy. He did marry his daughter. Yeah. He took good care of her. Until oh, man. Passed. Um, you know, they, they had had fought together. But sometimes sure. the people that you fight the most with, they're not your friend, but it's still a relationship. Yeah. So he respected this guy. And also, there is the image of Caesar as the magnanimous victor. He's... He's just in victory to his enemies. I don't chop people's heads off. It's not people my style. And they do a great job of this in the series, Rome, by when they like, look, we killed him. He's, he was a consul of Rome, and he's furious. <laughs> and he was. He did act very much. His, his actions show that he was not pleased with the results. So he very quickly tries to control things in Egypt. And the first thing he has to do is end this civil war between Ptolemy and his sister, Cleopatra. Oh. Ooh. Cleopatra. Cleopatra, right? Famously beautiful woman who either is this great manipulator or this firebrand or this, this no matter how you want to paint her. She's a very interesting and very important figure in that. She's history. older than Ptolemy? She's the oldest child. Okay. But uh, their parents, their dad, left in the will that he left it to his two eldest boys, his son and his yeah. eldest daughter. Yeah, can't trust um, the ladies they were with anything. Married, 
but not like it was a platonic marriage kind of a thing. So sure. the the way the the oh, Egyptians right. always ruled was like you know the pharaohs were the gods. Yeah, yeah. And they weren't like necessarily having kids, so it wasn't anything more of a paperwork thing. It's a paperwork thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was to guarantee they were the co-rulers. Right. Well, that didn't work out well because Ptolemy wanted to be the big boy. And he had this this eunuch advisor guy who was constantly speaking his ear, kind of like Worm Tongue in Lord of the Rings. You get to know who that is. It's very well. You should do this. You should. You do know. That. You know what? I've always thought eunuchs was a bad idea. Every time I see a eunuch, you know, in a show, they're always sneaking always. around. You know why? Because they got nothing else to think about. <laughs> <laughs> they do, right? And they're probably bitter. Yeah, they got nothing but time. Got nothing and but time. Bitterness. I can't have. I, I can't have kids. I can't yeah. use any of this stuff. Just for going to the bathroom. Yep. Um, so I guess I'll do political machinations. Yeah. Machinations? Machinations. Machinations? Yeah. I've heard of machinations. Sure, that too. This is like debacle and debacle. Ah. Look at that one up later. Well, actually. Didn't even write that one down. <laughs> All right, are we close? Uh, We're close. Our... Good. So this is important because when Pompey finally dies, it puts Caesar in Egypt where he meets Cleopatra. Oh. They have a child together. Oh, that's quick. Eventually. Eventually. Um, oh, I'm because sorry. Caesar, you kind of jumped well, ahead there. Well, because what <laughs> happens is Caesar tries to lay down the law and says, well, you are you work for Rome. Darn it. And while he's there with his bit of a legion, he's got about half a legion of guys with him, they get surrounded maybe. by 20,000 Egyptians. Oh, no. Largely recruited from warring tribal groups, bandits, pirates, escaped Ooh. slaves, and um, then more nefarious types because piracy isn't necessarily the worst thing and obviously being an escaped it's a slave living, it's a living good for you sure yeah <laughs> good for you but they're obviously not going to be pro-roman because that's where they mostly come from they don't want to go back they're very devoted to the cause these other guys are very devoted to wealth they get all these different groups of people to kind of work together and go uh you guys want to fight against caesar and they besiege him in the town Okay, and so surrounded by ten times as many people as is many never people. a good scenario. No, I don't care who you are. You, yeah. You're like Bruce Lee. Yeah, just the word surrounded just is surrounded bad. Surrounded is bad. You surrounded. don't want that. You yeah. want face-to-face, -face. Yeah. or preferably with a table between you so you can talk things out. <laughs> sure, right? sure. So Caesar's surrounded. He's got to come up with a plan. He has to call in for backup and reinforcements from all over the place, and he basically has to sit in Alexandria and defend himself against an army ten times the size. He burns the entire fleet because he realizes he can't get support from the sea because he'd have to protect all of these ships. He doesn't have the guys for that. Yeah. The other option is the other guys get the boats. Don't want that. He says, nobody gets boats. No, if I can't have boats, no one gets no boats. No one has them. Scorched earth. You're all swimming. Yes, everybody's <laughs> swimming. And Alexandria is right on the Nile, right on the, the Mediterranean. During all this trouble, the light there, the, the very famous library gets a little singed. Oh no! That's that when that happened. Yeah, Who did that, that? That's one of the times. It, nobody's very nobody no, sure. owns this. Nobody wants to own who did it. Someone burned the the. But somebody library of Alexandria on purpose set the library of Alexandria on fire. It was damaged. It wasn't destroyed. Okay. Um, so. What winds up happening, though, as a result of all this, is this puts Caesar in direct contact with Cleopatra, who then meets Mark Antony. Oh. And then they, after Caesar's death, sometime later, have all of their stuff go on. So directly what happens from this is Pompey's dead. Caesar goes in to say, Egypt, you got to shape up. He gets rid of Ptolemy. 
Ptolemy's actually killed. So, 14-year-old kid, don't try to fight in war. It's a bad yep, idea. Bad plan. He gets killed. Cleopatra takes power and says she, she and Caesar have a kid together. So he's secured his legacy. He goes back to Rome. He gets announced as the most powerful man in Rome, and he gets announced as the dictator. Hey, we want him back. I give him the dictatorship. Check me out. Yeah. Well, he maybe is a little too generous to his followers and, oh. and to the people that surrender. They don't want a dictator. So they have the big grand ceremony to, to meet and talk to him, and 52 members of the Roman Senate stab Julius Caesar to death. In the Senate chamber. Oh, no, that's a different death. That's a different death. But that was a direct or it's indirect a di result. It's an indirect result of this, because he comes back. Well, now, all of his supporters have to do what they want to do, and it, it causes a second civil war eventually. Mark really? Antony's furious, starts vying for support. Julius Caesar's adopted son and heir, Octavius, gets involved in this. They start fighting against more people. They kill Brutus, who is the guy who headed Caesar's death. All this covered in the two Shakespeare plays, Julius Caesar it and is. Mark Anthony it's, and Cleopatra. It is. And it's it's this... Check them out. Just a whole thing that winds up happening. It's a domino effect. By Pompey dying, it's an end of an era. Caesar's murdered after this. It brings Cleopatra into things. Cleopatra links up with Mark Antony. They have their very famous Romeo and Juliet kind of story. And it's just a total chaotic thing that winds up with eventually the fall of the Roman Republic. Whoa. Because half, half, uh, when Antony and Cleopatra die, they were fighting against Octavian, Julius Caesar's heir. Octavian then says, all of this happened because you guys murdered Julius Caesar because of what happened with Pompey. And I'm going to make him a god ah. that will be worshipped. We are now going to have the month of July because of Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar's god have and I'm going to be the emperor. Hmm. Who's going to stand against me? And he has his soldiers step into the room, and the Senate says, oh, emperor. Yeah. And that's how you have the fall of the Roman Republic, is basically because Pompey's civil war with Caesar doesn't go quite right. Caesar dies. All because of one eunuch, and oh. his, in his opinion, <laughs> of how things should go. How it should go. You know what? For those of you out there who are in a eunuch position... Never doubt yourself. Yep. Just find somebody powerful to whisper in the ear. <laughs> There's hope for all of you. All of you eunuchs out there. Why? Make sure you plan a few steps ahead so that you can get out. Because the eunuch that got Caesar killed, in the end, he died a lot sooner. Because oh. Caesar had him dragged away and murdered. He, he, wasn't too, he wasn't too happy about being surrounded by 20,000 soldiers. And he figured out really fast who it was. Because they were in the room together. Things never work well for eunuchs. Yeah, so maybe don't do not do that. And also, don't be a eunuch. It's a bad idea. And don't make more eunuchs. Even worse idea. That's, a, that's mean. <laughs> Alright, well I feel we've learned a lot. I know I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. I wrote a bunch of things down. You wrote things down? Wrote, we just ran out of time. We just ran out of time. That's fine. We're, uh, the, the only reason we do this is so that Will knows when to... To stop. Yeah, I started to change what I was talking about when we got about halfway done yeah. and uh, hadn't gotten to the death of Pompeii. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, a lot of information. A lot of information. Well, uh, I've, I've learned plenty. Uh, yeah. And I hope you've learned something as well. Uh, if uh, you want to comment about anything we did uh, throughout the thing, feel free to comment uh, on the video. Uh, we're working on this. Uh, right now we're doing a Facebook live stream. I think we might move it to YouTube yep. live stream. Uh, either way, we're going to move this actual video to the YouTube, yep. um, so you can view it later. And then we'll share it on our pages. And It'll you guys be sh share, share it all share around. Share and share a like, even if you didn't love it. 
Yeah. Sure. Uh, if you have any uh, also uh, ideas for how we can make this better, yeah. Should we hang know. stuff here? Should we should we sit closer? Yeah. We'll, should, should we switch that? So many things. So many wear shirts, like t-shirts. Maybe we'll get yeah, some t-shirts customized made. t-shirts. We should, we, should, should we? I shave. So next, much. I do not. Uh, next week, uh, we'll, uh, same time, uh, same day, uh, so October 7th, 3 o'clock, uh, and we're going to be discussing what? Oh, uh, Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Charlemagne becomes uh, co-king of the Franks oh. with his brother, and we're going to find out who this Charlemagne guy is, why that's really important that he becomes a, a co-king, and then... Uh, co-king. Co-king. Not cocaine. Not cocaine, and not coking. Coking is... Uh, uh, little pieces of wood that they used to stick between planks in yeah. uh, uh, ships, keep them from leaking. It's, it's caulking. It's a tight. It's like oh. caulking. Right. Caulking. Not either way. Coking. He's coking. Coking. Uh, we'll be discussing that we, next week. Not, not same, coking, same time. but uh, the, the coking ship. If you feel it, uh, <laughs> and we are going to make this smoother as well. If you feel uh, the need to throw money, uh, you can, uh, uh, what we're doing is uh, we'll be donating that money to Paul's Pantry, which is a local food bank uh, here. Uh, you just throw in some money there and just believe that I will move it from yeah. my account to there. Otherwise, feel free to directly donate to Paul's Pantry. They do great work helping local communities. You um, can, yeah, you can obviously take out the middleman. It just makes us feel more productive yes, when we've done it. We feel like we did a thing, <laughs> and it's important for us to feel like we did a thing. Uh, as this um, moves forward to we'll have a, a, a more official way of saying goodbye. Yeah. Till then, uh, we'll see you next week. We'll see you for more. Uh, Next week in history. Next week in history. Charlemagne. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Bye, we'll guys. We'll talk to you later. Thank Bye. You. And.